flashing neon sign Anywhere there's a woman with cheating on her mind Anywhere there's music and warm red wine That's where you'll find me until it's closing time I met my first cheating woman when I was 17. Since then, it's been me and old Hank. I understand the songs he sang. Cause anywhere there's a jukebox and a flashing neon sign. songs he used to sing Conway and Loretta sell the message loud and clear they make me want to hit the dance floor pop the top on another beer cause anywhere there's a jukebox and a flashing neon sign you found me texas it is friday september 23rd this is texas river tonk broadcasting live from the kzsm studio downtown san marcus and it's just one of those days kind of a chill day here sitting solo in the studio as of right now gus clark should be joining us around one o'clock but we got some music for you today started out with one by Razzie bailey anywhere there's a jukebox that was off his Making Friends album, 1981. Razzie was born February 14th, 1990, excuse me, 1939 in Five Points, Alabama. Died August 4th last year in Tennessee. He actually put out his first single in 1966 called 9,999,999. 
um, and that failed to chart, but it was recorded by Dickie Lee 10 years later, 1976, and became a hit. Bailey actually charted seven number one hits during his career and another top, excuse me, another eight top ten hits. So that's a good one by Razzie Bailey. And what do we want to do? There's a lot going on this weekend. A lot of shows around I'm going to tell you about. We also have the river cleanup here in town. Saturday, October 1st. Oh, I guess that's next weekend. Yeah, I'll be out of town that weekend. So I have to clean up the river some other time. But if you're interested in helping to clean up the river here in town, San Marcos, that will be October 1st, 830 to 1130. Breakfast and lunch is included. You can go online, sign up for a particular area. They're doing Rio Vista. They're doing all the watersheds in town and also uphill. There's a Blanco River section east of I-35. They'll do uh, Ringtail Ridge on the west side of town and Purgatory Creek. So what do we want to start with? Why don't we do one from Chase and Wayne? So Chase and Wayne's also in uh, The Way Hyman, The Honky Tonk Machine. He's been in studio. Uh, so you can actually find Chase and Wayne Wednesday, September 28th at the Sahara Lounge. It'll be The Way Hyman, Honky Tonk Machine, Wild Fitz is going to be playing along with the Hogleg Band. And you can also find Chase and Wayne and Honky Tonk Machine out at Throwing Smoke, which is the last weekend in October. We've got some interesting things lined up with Throwing Smoke. So we'll be telling you more about that event, running some promos. But here's one by Chase and Wayne. This one's called Big City. Big city, I don't know, yeah. Big city, I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. I could have drawn to California But I chose Austin instead I hear the cowboys all smoke lefties Lovin's free and the buddy's kind Mm-hmm Rivers flowing full of whiskey. Ladies lugging round them big old thighs. I mean, them big old thighs, you know, that real my die. Big city, you know, I love ya. Big city, you're a friend. Could have drawn to California But I chose Austin instead Blew my money out on 6th Street Cheap beer and cheap cocaine Thought I found a girl who dig me Till she stole the wallet off my chain Out in broad day That little big old city You know I love ya Big city I can use a bit 
could have drawn to California But I chose Austin instead Rents as high as a skyscraper Hell, I should have got one of them degrees Ain't too good on pen and paper Nobody wants to hire me I guess you just might know the feeling Desperate times for a prideful man Hell, I guess I'll start a dealing Buy myself a whole new leg to stand on This big old city I thought I loved Big city, you ain't no friend No, no Could have drove to California But I'm stuck in Austin instead Hell, I could have drove to California Hell, I think I accidentally did Feels damn good today to be a thousand miles away. If it should cross your mind to call me, do us both a favor and think again. Cause I don't have the time for all that it would take to tell you. Hardwood floor Another morning rolls around And I'll be singing when the sun goes down I won't sing about you Tell me. 
Texas River Tonk. That was Summer Dean, a thousand miles away off her Bad Romantic album. Such a great record. She's actually going to be playing up in Austin at the White Horse tonight. She'll be out of Lukenbach tomorrow at the Back to the Basics Fest. Hell of a lineup on that one. And then Sunday at the Lonesome Rose in San Antonio up at the State Fair in Dallas September 30th and the Kessler Theater with Marty Stewart, Saturday, October 1st. I'm actually going to be in the DFW area, so I'm very tempted to check that show out, uh, but I might just have to go catch Summer Dean tonight. I'm very conflicted. I typically don't like to drive north of the river if I don't have to, but for Summer Dean, I would. So now I'm going to play you a couple new songs. going to start out with one from Adeem the Artist, Going to Hell, and we'll follow that one up with one from Sunny Sweeney off her brand new record married alone so this is a dean the artist going to hell do you really want to go to heaven we get this rapture started do you want to go to hell children with dean the artist gonna dance around on the fire ground ever gonna fiddle out a bluegrass sound or Charlie Daniels Brown They play country songs in heaven But in hell we play them loud Well, I met the devil at the crossroads And I asked if we could make a deal He seemed puzzled so I told him the story And he said none of that shit's real It's true, I met Robert Johnson He showed me how the blues could work White man would rather give the devil praise than acknowledge a black man's word. Oh, do you really want to go to heaven? We get this rapture started. Do you want to go to hell, children? Beam the eyes. Gonna dance around on the fire ground. The devil gonna fiddle out a bluegrass sound. The rookies will make Charlie Daniels proud. They play conscious songs in heaven. But in hell we play them loud. Said I give you only freedom and ask you use it well. Love ain't just a feeling, it's a goddamn magic spell. So we sat there in the darkness and played some songs together. But that he wouldn't make no deal with me. That's why I'm not better. Ah, oh, do you really want to go to hell? We get this rapture started. Do you want to go to hell, children? Yeah, but 
play them loud But in hell we play them loud Why is misery such? 
I'm placing my bets once again I'm placing my bets once again I'm betting on good times with all my good time friends Cause I'm placing my bets once again I'm burning my candle at both ends I'm burning my candle at both ends I'm having me a good time all sleep when I'm dead Cause I'm burning my candle at both ends Tonk, and I played you one by Sonny Sweeney called How'd I End Up Lonely Again. That's off her brand new album, Married Alone, that just came out. And that last song was by Sterling Drake, Good Time Blues, another brand new single from Mr. Sterling Drake. You can catch Sonny Sweeney September 29th at the Dosey Doe in Woodlands, September 30th, San Antonio at Sam's Burger Joint, and October 1st in Austin at the O4 Center. Great place to see a show. And Sterling Drake tonight is up in Fort Worth. But he'll be in Austin October 6th at the Broken Spoke, October 8th at Whitehorse, and October 14th out at the Dripping Springs Songwriters Festival, which is going to be a really good time. I know Brandon Pattier's out there. they got a long list of artists. So if you happen to be in the Austin area the weekend of October 14th, go out to Dripping Springs, check it out. Maybe run down to Ghost Note, have you a couple beers if you're interested. Uh, always a good time. Now I'm going to play you one by David Miner. David Miner was recently in studio, and he's going to be out at Devil's Backbone on Sunday doing a song swap with Nick Garza early show. So I'm going to try to get out there Sunday. October 1st, you can find David Miner at the Martindale River Cafe. October 4th, David will be down in San Antonio at Tony Siesta. So this is Sycamore Trees by David Miner. Mm-hmm. 
lonely nights Staring at the shadows on the wall You don't call Big city lights Leaking through the curtains on my window I recall A warm southern breeze A sycamore tree Her loving eyes Smiling at me And I wonder Where those days Have gone Out here It's never quiet The sirens Never cease Their howling They go all night long And I cannot sleep So I drink until I wake up on the floor I can't take it anymore The thought of a warm southern breeze A sycamore tree Loving eyes smiling at me And I'm praying that those days ain't gone Every word to the windshield as I'm racing towards the state line. Oh, nothing sounds right. It won't be nothing that she ain't heard, but I'm hoping this time she can find some mercy for this mixed up heart. Southern breeze with sycamore tree, her loving eyes smiling at me. And honey, I am coming home. Cause I miss the warm southern breeze with the sycamore trees, her loving eyes smiling at me. Oh, oh honey, I'm coming home.
is Texas River Tonk and that last song was by the Shinglers called Deep in the Valley off their Cosmic Range Oven album. I like those guys man they're kind of a little psychedelic you kind of remind me of the Lonesome Heroes which is a great band shout out to Rich Russell but you can catch the Shinglers tonight at Sam's Town Point I'm really tempted to make that show kind of torn between Summer Dean over a white horse Shinglers at Sam's Town Point and the song before the Shinglers was actually Jenny Don't and the Spurs, Three or Four Nights. And that's off her right from the start album. And Jenny Don't and the Spurs are going to be at Sagebrush tonight with Rattlesnake Milk. Damn, that might be where I end up, at least to begin. You also got a great show here in town, San Marcos. You got the Shaker Hymns. I played their new single, the cover of Everclear's Thrift Store Chair, last week. So love me some Shaker Hymns. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. We'll see. We'll kind of have to let the wife decide what she feels like want to do some dancing some rocking or what uh so now i'm going to play you one by tony camel he did a great cover of audio slaves show me how to live and when he does it live it's amazing i had him in studio talking about that i saw him do that live out at ghost note several months back but it's the one year anniversary since he released his debut solo album back down home so congratulations to tony he's going to be celebrating that by doing two nights at Continental Club in Austin this weekend. Friday with the Folk Family Revival, Saturday with the Texas String Assembly and Beth Chrisman, who is fantastic. And Tony Camel's actually gonna be out at Ghost Note. Ghost Note's having their Oktoberfest celebration. A lot of cool stuff happening, so I'm definitely gonna try to make it out to Ghost Note October 8th, check out Tony Camel. So here is his badass cover of Show Me How to Live. With the early dawn moving right along I couldn't buy an eye full of sleep And in the aching night under satellites I was not received Built with stolen parts Telephone in my heart Someone get me a priest my mind. 
This feeling in my head Is it secure Or is it sudden Ghost Note Brewing is located on Ranch Road 12, just three miles south of Dripping Springs. Open Thursday through Sunday, they serve finely crafted beer along with local wine and cider. There's plenty of seating in the open air tap room that overlooks a tree covered lawn with live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ghost Note Brewing is celebrating Oktoberfest on October 8th with live music from Tony Camel, Bavarian food, plenty of great beer, an artisan market, and more. You can find the full music and food truck schedule available online at ghostnobrewing.com.
Listeners, you know here at Texas River Tonk, we're all about supporting homegrown artists and products. Tejas Hemp is located in Dripping Springs and was the first hemp brand in the state since Prohibition. Tejas Hemp supplies full-spectrum CBD and naturally occurring THC products, including their muscle release salve, hemp oils, gummies, flour, and pre-rolls. Check out TejasHemp.com to shop online and follow them on Instagram at Tejas Hemp. Tejas Hemp, putting the J back in Texas. Big time, lonesome, lonely times ten and then some. Oh, then a little bit blue. That's low down how I feel. Well, baby, since I lost you. Big time, lonesome. I just put out my last sugar. Trying to forget about you I just played another sad song To see if my heart was still broke Yeah, this ache in my chest And these tears in my eyes Tell the truth Big time, lonesome Lonely times ten and then some More than a little bit blue That's a low down Ten and then some more than a little bit blue. That's a low down how I feel. Yeah, well, baby, since I lost you, big time This is the first song I ever wrote. It's called Marlboro Man. Uh, It's for an old friend of mine. Hands made of steel and a heart made of gold. If you don't know, then I'll tell you so. Worked most his life, but he partied all night. Whiskey by the gallon and a cigarette light. Tough young hands and a young old man. 
wilder than hell and crazy as sin. But the mother man was a good friend of mine, and I'd give anything to go back in time. To listen to stories and take some advice. They say legends, they never die. And he never gave a fuck About all your feelings And he called it like it was A good friend of mine And I'll never forget How we used to sit and talk cowboy life But the marble man was a good friend of mine not give anything to go back in time Listen to stories and take some advice They say the legends, they never die Marlboro smoke Fill my memory When I think of you But the Marlboro man Was a good friend of mine And if anybody I thought he could be tired Since you're not here I'll always keep in mind Say the legends, they never die. This is Texas River Tonk, and that last song was by Colton Jesse, Marlboro Man. Again, that's the first song he ever wrote. He's going to be playing at Cheatham Street Saturday night. And again, tonight, Shaker Hand. So that's a big one-two punch there Friday, Saturday at Cheatham Street. And also, you can catch Colton Jesse October 1st, which is a Saturday, up in New Mexico at the Redoso Downs Racetrack. And also, shout out to Tammy and Cody Watson. Right last week, I started out the show with CC Waterback and mentioned that Merle was in the world record book for buying the most shots. I didn't know what venue he bought those shots in, but they let me know that that was Billy Bob. So shout out. Thank you for that nugget. And before Colton Jesse, I played you one by Jake Worthington, who's actually going to be in town at Cheatham Street Thursday, September 29th. He puts on a hell of a show. He'll be in Terrell, Texas, Friday, September 30th with the Swinging Door, or excuse me, at the Swinging Door Saloon in Terrell. 
and then out in Fredericksburg with Flatland October 7th and down in Halotes October 21st with Mark Chestnut. Now I'm going to play you one from Chris Cunningham. This one's called Something Real. He's going to be playing Sunday, September 25th, doing a day show from 2 to 5 at Deep Ellen Brewing. It's a cool spot. Uh, also Thursday, he's going to be here in our area, September 29th, playing in New Braunfels at Billy's Ice and out in Lukenbach Friday, September 30th. So this is Something Real by Chris Cunningham.
Texas River Tonk, and that was John Prine, Quiet Man, off his self-titled album, John Prine. Story goes, he got a record deal from Jerry Wexler after playing a Chris Christopherson show, and impressed Jerry enough that he put out that record 51 years ago, 1971, released his self-titled debut album with Atlantic Records, and then he would go on later in 1981 to found, or I guess co-found, the independent label. Oh Boy Records. So shout out to John Prine and the birthday for that record. 
Now I'm going to play you one by Willie Nelson because we do have Farm Aid coming up Saturday. Uh, this is the, I guess it goes back all the way to 1985. The first Farm Aid was actually held September 22nd, Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. You had Bob Dylan, Billy Joel, B.B. King, Loretta Lynn, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty all headline that to 80,000 people and they raised $9 million that first concert and they keep rolling. So here's one from Willie Nelson called I Never Cried, or excuse me, Never Cared For You. And I think this is kind of his answer to Oceanfront Property. This is off his Teatro album. Here's some Willie Nelson for you. The sun is filled with ice and gives no warmth at all And the sky was never blue the stars are raindrops searching for a place to fall And I never cared for you I know you won't believe these things I tell you Take from another, you can change 
right, that was Josh Malloy with his brand new song, Lake of Fire. He just put out a new EP uh, called Turning Point, and he's going to be in Amarillo tonight at Hoots. Going to be in Fort Worth tomorrow at Mags. So that's a new one from Jake Malloy. I'm going to play you a pretty new one, right? It came out, I think, a couple weeks ago. Adam Hood put out a brand new album called Bad Days Better, and this one is called Harder Stuff. You can actually find... Adam Hood, he's going to be in Irving September 27th. Woodlands at the do do September 30th with the Teague Brothers Band. And down in New Braunfels at the Redbird Listening Room October 29th. Here is Adam Hood and Miranda Lambert with Harder Stuff. Just 
song was by Dean Dillon. That was off his Slick Nickel album, 1988. And that one was called, pause that real quick, The New Never Wore Off. And Dean Dillon actually wrote a ton of songs, right? He got uh, songs that include David Allen Cole's Tennessee Whiskey, George Strait's The Chair, Nobody in His Right Mind, uh, It Ain't Cool to Be Crazy, Oceanfront Property, Famous Last Words of a Fool, Easy Come, Easy Go. So, man, Dean Dillon, what a songwriter. And then before that, I played you Richard Watson's Ghost. You can actually find Richard Watson playing at the Buda Cigar Vault Saturday from 7.30 to 9.30. I might have to mosey over there and check that out. He'll also have a lot of shows out in Bastrop, Dripping Springs, Lockhart, and he'll be back at the Cigar Vault in Buda again in November. So now I'm going to play you a brand new one from Town Mountain. This was called Comeback Kid. Feel so strange Kicking around the town of my youth I was never gonna stay Always hated in truth The faces in the street Now they hear me high Ballroom smile, empty eye 
Since then I ain't found much to hold on to Couple drink tickets, smoke filled room Doing the best with the circumstance And telling myself that with one more chance I could do things better I just can't get my shit together Long enough to keep them running around like a ragged dog Yeah, they cast it down so I can still remember Gonna shout them down, man, it's now or never more to make The same mistakes that I did back then Playing the part of the comeback kid If I'm in, tired and torn, then again Here I am in the crowd on the backstage door Pushing my way for an open floor When a shadow hand called me to the side Says he's got a little something that I should try To put my mind at ease Just a little stem is all you need To take the edge off board Now the walls around me, they're starting to breathe my heels and ready my aid. Bet my life will never last a frame, not sure if I could ever survive another hit. Too far gone for a comeback here. Just it pounds like a distant drum Give it to the heat that fills your lungs And try to maintain Oh, you're feeling so unsteady So unsure Reach down deep Can you feel the fire? To sing another song for the uninspired Part of us all It'll drag you down If you let it win One more shot for the comeback kid Ghost Note Brewing is located on Ranch Road 12, just three miles south of Dripping Springs. Open Thursday through Sunday, they serve finely crafted beer along with local wine and cider. There's plenty of seating in the open air tap room that overlooks a tree covered lawn with live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ghost Note Brewing is celebrating Oktoberfest on October 8th 
with live music from Tony Camel, Bavarian Food, plenty of great beer, an artisan market, and more. You can find the full music and food truck schedule available online at ghostnotebrewing.com. Listeners, you know here at Texas River Taunt, we're all about supporting homegrown artists and products. Tejas Hemp is located in Dripping Springs and was the first hemp brand in the state since Prohibition. Tejas Hemp supplies full-spectrum CBD and naturally occurring THC products, including their Muscle Release Salve, hemp oils, gummies, flour, and pre-rolls. Check out TejasHemp.com to shop online and follow them on Instagram at Tejas Hemp. Tejas Hemp, putting the J back in Texas. Some idea of where you're at. Buck brush and sage, far as you can see. It's the south slopes of the hills and turns to pines and poplar trees. Cattle all are grazing up and down big coulee under Charlie Russell skies like a blue and purple sea. Cypress hills. And the big country below where life is still And a man can be alone And you can duck underneath all your trials and troubles for a time Like a pronghorn underneath the bottom wire Cypress Hills still drag calves to the fire. This is Texas River Tonk, and that last song was by Coulter Wall, his brand new one. And before that, I played Town Mountain Comeback Kid. They're going to be in Texas November 10th at Tulips up in Fort Worth. 
in Austin, November 11th at the Ballroom, and then out in Houston at the Last Concert Cafe, November 12th. But we have in studio now Gus Clark, man. How you doing? Doing all right. Glad yeah, to be here. dude. Glad you made it. <laughs> I know finding this place is not easy. We've had a lot of people who the map just sends them crazy places. Yeah. Right? So normally I try to tell people if you can find fire station recording, for some reason it seems easier to pull up. Yeah. But you were driving up from Canyon Lake? I was driving from Austin. I was up there last night. I had my van. I was having some van troubles. I feel you. That sucks. You said you put a lot of miles on it this year. Yeah, about 40,000. Damn, dude. So you took a tour. You said 10,000 miles, 22 states? Yeah, we did. This spring we did 22 states in two months. Went all the way up the east, uh, down through the southeast, up through Tennessee, all the way up to Chicago, back to Texas, ran around Texas for a week. And then did the whole southwest up the west coast, back down through Utah and Colorado and all that. Man, that's beautiful up there. Yeah, it was nice in the spring, too. We got to see just about every kind of weather you could imagine. We got had to stop and get snow chains in California. Damn. And pouring down rain in the northwest and dry desert and everything in between. Yeah, so you're originally from the northwest. Yeah, right? I grew up in Spokane, Washington, near uh, the Idaho border. Okay. So that's the kind of eastern part of the state, right? Yeah. So how far is that from Seattle? About four, four and a quarter hours. Really? That far? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know it was that, that big of a drive. So you've been playing music since you were pretty young, right? Around yeah, I started teenage. playing I started playing guitar when I was 13, and by like 15 or 16 was playing little crappy punk bands and stuff. Nice. And then got more back into I was raised on a lot of good folky and country music, and I started getting more back into that when I, I left home about 17 or 18 and started riding freight trains and hitchhiking, and I got a mandolin and then an accordion, and uh, just got more into tracing down the roots of where all the things I liked came from and went further and further back in history and fell in love with all the the real early American music of, you know, the, the country blues and the country and the bluegrass and the old time and the jug band stuff and the early jazz and just seeing how it all related to each other. Yeah, kind of the growth, the evolution of music. Yeah, I think the genres that we talk about today existed after the fact. People just played whatever kind of music they wanted and then right. that became a way for people to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But what's that? I think it's a Zappa quote, right? Talking about music's like dancing about architecture. <laughs> I like it. So you, you're in, right? You got an article in this month's, uh, what is it? I guess edition. Honky Tonk Times. Yeah, Honky Tonk yeah. Times, man. That's really cool. And you talk about that, how it kind of started in the 20s and 30s, exploring that. And you found this kind of sweet spot. Yeah. The 40s and 60s before the Nashville sound kind of took over. And yeah. It was, it was it went super pop after that. Which, I mean, I like some of that stuff, too. I like all kinds of music. But I think for me, that was kind of like such a nice blend of, of the pop sensibility with the with the folk roots you know in a way where it was cleaned up enough to be to sound really good just from a recording quality and a music standpoint but still you know you listen to those old there's like all those old videos from those early tv shows and they're like america's favorite folk singer webb pierce folk singer <laughs> hank williams you know it's like that, <laughs> yeah. they were still thinking of it in that context right know? that's funny man so you what you moved to texas about two years ago a little over yeah yeah two or three something like that so I, down by Canyon Lake. Yeah, I love it down there. It's beautiful. I ran into you at Antlers. Heck yeah, I gotta get them frog legs. Dude, that's exactly what we had. That's funny. It was my, I guess my mother-in-law's birthday, and so we were like, all right, my, my brother-in-law lives in San Antonio, kind of over by Spring Branch, and so we met right there. Perfect. Had some frog legs, chicken chicken fried steak. Yeah, shout out to Antler Cafe on 46. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that place is killer. You see there, I guess before that, 
I ran into you at Sagebrush. Yeah. Right? You were playing Sagebrush that night. Yeah, that was a really fun night. Yeah, I saw the pictures because I had to dip out early. I couldn't stick around because I think I had baseball or something in the morning. Yeah. So I had to leave. But it was Golden Roses, Duo opened up, and then Nick Garza played, and then you came on. But the last time I saw you play was at Ghost Note. Yeah. You had the full band out there with the pedal steel. You have a uh, upright bass, too, right? Yeah, upright yeah. bass, pedal steel, drums. And then now I've got my buddy um, Roberto Fabre playing electric guitar with me as well. So. That's cool. So your band's the least of his problems. That's the truth. That might be one of the coolest <laughs> band names ever, right? <laughs> Thanks, I, man. I really dig that. So who, who do you have on pedal steel? Yeah, what's uh, His name's Bill Terry. Okay. Um, he's played with a ton of people over the years. He plays, with a, plays a lot with a guy named Houston Marchman. Um, but he's he's an older guy and he's been playing forever and uh, he's great, you know. He everybody we all stay busy, so it's like I've always got to have backups and stuff too. Right. But that's that's really become the core band is him on steel, my buddy Martin Sargent on upright, um, Clint Short on drums. who used to play with uh, Weldon Henson and some oh, yeah. other folks, and then my buddy Roberto Fabre who's from Mexico City and plays. Uh, Plays with Lance Lipinski now, and uh, done a lot of lot of Western swing, jazz, and rockabilly. So, so you didn't bust out the accordion when I was there, but I saw a picture of you at Sagebrush. Did you bust out the accordion? At oh Sagebrush? yeah, yeah. Badass man. So I heard you are read maybe that you feel like just Texas is a little bit more open and welcoming to an accordion. Yeah, for sure. I feel like well, I think just my music in general, playing this old school music, and you know even my originals that sort of fit, try to fit in that style, like. Playing other parts of the country, people, oh wow, a country band, that's like a crazy thing, or like that's a novelty, whereas here yeah. it's just much more um, expected. People are sort of more used to it, and I think you have a more discerning listener for the most part, even at your random, you know, winery gig or whatever. Yeah, sure. And because uh, I started touring down here like nine, maybe 10 years ago, I was in a band called Country Lips. Mm hmm. And uh, we started coming down here, and I started coming down with my band. And just every time, we're like, well, this is great. The people are great. The weather's great. We're getting well-received. You know, people were telling me, well, you fit right in here. And I was like, well, I sure <laughs> feel like it. So, Yeah, you know David Miner, right? Yeah. yeah he been, just moved to New Braunfels, too. Yeah, a bunch of, bunch of friends are still moving down here. My friends, uh, Darcy Carlson and uh, her, her boyfriend, Jeff Crosby, he's, they're both musicians. They just moved to Austin. Um, Dan Whitaker, yeah, uh, from Chicago, just moved down here. So that's cool. I'm like, as much as I'll be like, don't come here and drive the real estate up. I'm like, well, but it is all my friends that yeah. play good music. So you guys are okay. Yeah, friends and musicians. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're driving the real estate prices up. <laughs> all right. So you put out your your first self titled EP, 2017. I know you've been doing music well before that. Yeah. But you dropped right. It has it's raining in Seattle on. It's got mm -hmm. a bunch of great songs on that. Did you put that out previously, like on Bandcamp under the Plastic Pistol, or how yeah. how did that all work out? Yeah, I had just we'd kind of rushed to make that just to have something just for booking and just to have right. some kind of presence. And uh, I'm always operating on a shoestring budget, so that was like, okay, what can we go do in a day? Yeah, at my friend's studio, and so we had that, and that was a lot of fun. And then the the second record was kind of the same thing, where I was like, I'm just gonna take a bunch of the covers we do, and just like a bunch of obscure covers, and just uh, nice hammer them out and put out an album. And then this last whatever it is, seven or eight songs I put out is mostly it's a mix, it's a couple covers on there, but it's mostly my songs. Yeah, some of my songs. Yeah, it's such a great album. And dude. now really I'm working is. on, I'm trying to figure out what what the plan is for the next one it's been too long and now i'm like starting to get more of my songs together and 
I'm so funny. I kind of have to have a, a deadline or a fire under my ass to finish stuff. Like, yeah, I'll work well under pressure. Me too. You know, <laughs> otherwise I have so many things where they just sit halfway or two thirds done. Yeah. And until there's like a date on the calendar, I'm sort of like, yeah, yeah, I'll get back to that, you know. And it's like. So I noticed that under the credits, it's it's under the Plastic Pistol Records. So is that your buddy's record? That's just me. That's you, okay. That's just me. Nice. Just wanting to, wanting to put out and retain my own rights to my own stuff. I um, dig that. The industry's funny that way. You get all kinds of offers for things, and I just, you know, for better or for worse, I'm, I'm real, I'm real reticent to trust anybody. That's, right. You know, it's like, what do you, you know, am I working for you or are you working for me? Yeah. Too many know? examples of that going bad, right? Yeah, or just, you know, or just not being helpful. You know, I'm not going to name any names. I have friends sure. that went with some small labels where it was like, you know, you get down to brass tacks and ask them, well, what's the label really doing for you? And they're like, not much. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, then what's the point, you know? So are you going into studios and recording this? Or are you doing this at home? Yeah, I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to try to get some studio time scheduled. Um, I've got a couple good studios in mind. Ta- talking with the boys about either going out to... Um, I like the zone. I just went and helped oh, yeah. a buddy with a project out there, and um, I'd love to talk to uh, talk to the folks up at the bunker too. That I really yep. like everything that comes out of Robeson's. Absolutely, everything Robeson puts his hands on tends to sound real good. Yeah, so. it does. And that just really suits our recording style and the way I've always approached studio time too. Of like, I've done pretty much everything as live as possible. Right. You know, I don't cut it with a full band. It's really frustrating to me in the studio just working on other projects and stuff where you get into all this cut and paste stuff. It's cool that we have the technology to do that and I think for certain kinds of music it's really helpful. Mm-hmm. For what we do, I'd rather spend the time outside the studio rehearsing and getting really tight with a really specific song list and go in there and just try to, you know, we used to have a rule in the studio of no more than 3 takes. You know, if you can't gotcha. if you can't get it in three takes, stop. Go on, move on. Right. We can come back to it or not or just whatever. Just wasting time. When you get confused, you know, you're singing your own lyrics and you're like, wait, which verse am I on? And you start getting too much in your head. Oh, I can play that riff subtly different. It's like capture that energy, capture that that interaction and that feel. That's what's so hard in the studio is to try to capture that live that live energy and that intensity level that you get when you're in front of a crowd. Because everything's under a microscope in the studio, you know? Right. You, you strum your guitar, and it's like, oh, God, it's so loud. <laughs> yeah, Next Waltz is great out in Lockhart, and then you mentioned The Zone, which is kind of right behind Ghost Note. Yeah. Which is cool. And they've got, all those places just have such good history, and I think you got to judge you got to judge studios on that, where you're like, well, these records that I know and love were made here, so that, that counts for a lot, you know? Right. I know Shiny Ribs is putting out some music uh, with Bruce over there. But so you have some shows coming up, right? You're going to be out at Albert's Ice House, or is it Dance Hall? What are they? Is it? They call it both. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like Ice House and Dance Hall. So that's tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah, and that's an early one. If folks can make it out, it's seven to ten or ten thirty, mm-hmm. I think. Um, is that technically in Stonewall, like right before you get to Fredericksburg? It looks like it's right near Stonewall. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually been up there yet, but it's it's. Uh, it looks like it's just a couple miles from Stonewall. Yeah, it's, it's a kind cool of its spot. own little spot. And the next. Friday on the 30th, you'll be in Blanco at the old Iron Horse Saloon. Yeah, it's a little biker bar it we is, do. It is, dude. Yeah, but so. we have a good old time there. They party real hard out there, and uh, yes. it's fun. And then we're heading up to San Angelo for a really cool event called Rockin' the Ranch, put on by the folks at House of Fifi Dubois. It benef- benefits the um, it's a benefit fundraiser for the boys' ranch up there. Nice. Yeah, that's October 1st. Yeah, so that um, we're excited to go do that. Tony out at House of Fifi's always been real good to us, and that's their big event every year, and they raise a ton of money to help out that boys' ranch out there. 
It's cool. nice. It's a lot of fun, and, and it's nice to do something for good cause. Absolutely. I got a, I got a buddy that works up at uh, the Boys Ranch in Amarillo. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he's been doing that for quite some time. So shout out to Josh. And then October 2nd, you'll be in Aikens at the Cactus Land Brewing. October 8th, Rebecca Creek Distillery, San Antonio. Yeah, those are just uh, those are just like solo kind of songwriter showcase things. I dig it. And then Ghost Note October 30th. And that'll be full band as well. Hell yeah, I dig me some I've Ghost got a Note. couple things coming up too that I haven't put on that calendar yet. Um, uh, there's a newer spot out in Bernie called Free Rome Brewing. Okay, yeah, that's by um, Cibolo Creek. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a really great place. My buddy Abe Mack, who you should check out anyway, he's a great, okay. great singer-songwriter. Uh, Abe Mack is running the booking up there. And um, they've got a really good thing going. They got a cool flatbed truck out there, and they're doing music during the weeks, and it's free. And they got a bunch of craft beer and food trucks and stuff out there. It's a real cool hang that they got going out in Bernie. And you said it's called Free Rome. Free Rome, R O A M. Nice. And then the other one I saw on your calendar is November twelfth at the Damn Red Barn, Canyon Lake. Yeah, That's right. Cool. Right in my neighborhood. You gotta like those close shows, right? I love it, man. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I can be home in fifteen minutes. <laughs> All right, man. That's really cool. So what do you think? You got your guitar in hand? You think you're tuned up? You want to play one live? Yeah, sure. I'll do one. I'm planning on cutting this one for the next uh, next record. It's a little song I wrote about. Well, I'll just let it speak for itself. It's kind of about seeing seeing somebody maybe drinking too much, maybe talking too much. All right. You're shooting off at the mouth. You're going off half caught. Yeah, you just keep buying rounds And taking cheap shots You barking like a big dog In this one horse town Think you're the life of the party But you bring everybody down You're just a lonely man Got a lot to prove Say you got nothing Nothing but pride Left to lose You always coming in hot Shooting straight from the hill But then your foot Seems to slip Right past your lips By shooting off at the mouth and going off half caught yeah you just keep buying rounds and taking cheap shots you barking like a big dog in this one horse town then go the life of the party but you bring everybody down Don't need no backup You got a six out in your truck Oh, but I'm not impressed When you start pressing your luck You always push it too far They say it's time to go Now you're standing in the parking lot All alone, staring at your phone Cause you was shooting 
cutting off at my mouth and going off half cocked. Yeah, you just keep buying rounds and taking cheap shots. You barking like a big dog in this one horse town. Think you're the life of the party. You bring everybody down Strutting in like you a big man In your own hometown But when your friends are laughing They're only laughing at a clown Yeah, when your friends are laughing They're only laughing at a clown yeah, man, I dig that one. Very cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, so how does, I know you probably get this a lot, but how does the writing process work for you? Are you more of like a solo writer, or do you have people that you're working with? I do it all, I've done it all myself. I mean, I'd, I'd love to collaborate more with people. I've talked to a few friends about it. It's one of those things that we all, you know, it's like, whatever. It's like going hunting or getting out on the <laughs> yeah. boat. We're like, we should do that. And then you just, you know, life goes by. Um, for me, I've written all by myself, all my stuff, and um, it's a funny process. Like I, like I said, I got a bunch of half-done stuff. You get some inspiration or something will come up in conversation, and you'll jot a few things down, and sometimes I'll get a whole chorus or chorus and a verse out, and then sit on it. And like I've been trying to lately force myself to just finish the thought, and really I think one of the things that people don't often talk about very much is the editing process. I think. It takes a lot of practice to be able to just like start to finish complete a song. I mean, maybe some people can do it, but I think that comes from writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. Right, putting work in. And so for me, it's like getting the whole idea out or the song form, and then going back and editing. The editing process is such a and like for me, that's getting to know your own songs. Like once I've written something, I have to play it fifty, a hundred, I don't know, five hundred times. And as I do, the you start to feel where the vocals lay different you change you know like that song i've changed a few of the lines over time it's not where it was when it started and right and i'll mess with feel too like so sometimes it'll start with a chord progression that i'll kind of like oh i kind of want to lift that from so and so but do it a little different mm -hmm. um and so a lot of times i'll try to get myself the form of the song to try to then write to that because otherwise you're just grasping out of thin air so you got to kind of put yourself in some boundaries and say okay it's this kind of feel but then some of them have gone the other way where I, I write it and then it's like, I don't even know what kind of feel it is. Like that one in particular I had done, I had tried it with a bunch of different feels. Like I even tried it as a waltz and I tried okay. it as like a real straight two-step feel and it was like, eh, okay, that doesn't feel right. You know? And that's what's nice to have a consistent band of people that you work with musically because you trust their opinion where you're like, yeah, that felt, you know, when, you, when, you're, when your drummer's like, nah, it felt awkward, let's try this beat, you know, like, I love that interaction and I love, that's why I tend to, you know, sit on them for a while, a little bit before I go start playing them out, but at the same time playing them out live a ton before I ever go record them. Right. And really get to know that song. Like I'm not, it's funny to me when I see people and they're excited because they wrote something and they go to perform somewhere and they've got their, their iPad or their phone with their own lyrics on it. And it's like, people forget you have to learn your own song. Just because you wrote it doesn't mean you know it. You know, It doesn't mean you know how to sing it and how to perform it and how you want that to be as a finished product. Okay, interesting. Um, 
I think it's good. I think people should be excited about what they created and want to share it. But right. So, so yeah, in that Honky Tonk Times article, you know, you mentioned some people are kind of songwriters first, but you you mentioned there that you were kind of a performer, right? You write songs to go perform, and it's yeah. the interaction with the crowd and the people that really get you going. Yeah, I think to a degree. I mean, I've I've grown to enjoy it more, but I think to a degree, I started out writing out of necessity, mm-hmm. right? Just because people want to hear. You know, I've got, I, we've all got examples we could come up with, but like songs that are pretty much straight, you know, I don't mean this disparagingly, but like straight copies or ripoffs of another song, right? Where you're like, oh, that's exactly the same as such and such Merle Haggard song. But they put different lyrics to it and they put their own feel and they sing yeah. it their own way. And, and people want to hear original music, you know, which is funny because as an entertainer and as a live person, you'd start to believe the opposite, you know, because I get so many, like, I'll be sitting up there pouring out my heart, singing my songs, and somebody's like, can y'all do Neon Moon? And you're like, <laughs> oh, could shit. I please not? Yeah. Like, I love that song, but, like, I am not a jukebox, you know? No. I want to make people happy. I want to give them what they want, but there's definitely a, an element where people want what they know they already like. I think that's part of our societal thing right now. That's the way all the advertising works, right? Like, right. it reminds me of that old show, uh, hit my ride night where it's like hey, yo we heard you like fish and so it's like hey your car is made out of fish and it runs on fish and it's covered yeah. in fish and so it's, it's the same got kind an aquarium in the dashboard right it's like we heard you like alan jackson so here's 900 versions of an alan jackson song and you're like okay you know so i think there's a little bit of a there's people that either are excited and love to seek out new music and something they haven't heard or there's people that just want that comfort and i think as a writer one of my goals or one of my jobs is to is to walk that line like give it to somebody i think that's maybe any art is to give somebody something so that's not so foreign that they turn off to it it has some level of recognizable like i've heard things like this before right but that it introduces new elements to them and makes it more interesting and 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 a different take and makes it unique so it's like well, I definitely dig your sound. I think it is unique, right? So after your self-titled EP or album, you came out with A Bit of Country in 2018. Yeah. Man, that's got some great songs on it. Thanks, man. It really does. It starts out with I'll Go Down Swinging, but one of my favorite is Are They Gonna Make Us Outlaws Again? I yeah. just like that that story. Yeah, that's uh, that was actually written in the 70s by a guy named James Talley. Really? Okay, I didn't who, know that. Um, yeah, and there's actually a really cool Hazel Dickens cover of that where she's just slamming on the banjo and just belting it out angry as hell and uh and it's really cool so there's a bunch of versions of that but that was one i don't even know how i found that it was just like i heard the words and was like well this needs somebody's gotta be singing this today (laughs) and tomorrow and yesterday and next week this is just like it doesn't it doesn't change you know and good songwriting does that it's not it's not dated you know Mm -hmm. it's like these are themes that are are every bit as relevant today as they were the day they were written. Yeah, it feels like it could have been written today. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like some of the Croy and the Boys stuff. I don't know if you listen to yeah. those guys. Yeah, those guys are great. Yeah, and then after that, you started putting out some singles, right? Sing a song, you put out Thoughts and Prayers, and kind of leading up to that next album, some of my songs. Yeah. So that's really cool. So what's the story? I've read some stuff behind Thoughts and Prayers. It was about, was it a shooting in Seattle? Yeah, it kind of came out after that. About 10 years ago, I lost some friends. We had a little... Um, a little bar cafe that was like our our home away from home called Cafe Racer and it was always really open and accepting to everybody uh, I was in a band we played there every week like it was just very very unique place very opening and welcoming to all kinds of people and just kind of you know a genuine community place like it was not they hosted all kinds of stuff there was a what every couple of weeks was a amateur sci-fi writers group where they'd get up and read their sci-fi short stories oh, and then wow. there was a 
a group draw where like cartoonists would all get together and take over and eat and drink and all draw cartoons and share cartoons with each other yeah. like it's the type of place where it wasn't weird for somebody to walk in and be like I'm broke and need a cup of coffee can I play a song and people would be like yeah. hell yeah Damn. and um yeah and so uh, unfortunately uh, someone who's had some issues um came in one morning and shot five people including two of my best friends and bandmates uh Drew Karakidis and Joe Albanese um and that changed my life and and in the wake of that and figuring out how to grieve and what we do with that, you know, and it's it's crazy. It's been 10 years and it's still that stuff has just become now even more commonplace, you know. Mm -hmm. right. And so it was interesting for me watching so many people from the community and people from the fringes of the community want to do something good, but it, it all feeling kind of kind of useless, like. You know, no, nothing's gonna make it better. You know, people are trying. They're and, and good intentions do count. You know, so I just started thinking about that a lot, and uh, I wrote that song a few years after it happened. After kind of just pouring over it and just seeing, seeing the way things keep unfolding in society, where it's like, I think for me, it's about questioning intentions versus actual effects. Like your intentions do count. Like good intentions are are good. Right, but how far does sentiment go? Yeah. Right, you know, and then which is then responded to with the other argument of like, okay, well then what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. If me if me thinking about you and praying for you isn't enough, what would you like me to do? And then it's like, well, I don't really have a good answer for that either. Right. So, so what part of Seattle was that that club in? That was in uh, just north of the University District neighborhood called Ravenna. Okay. Um, just a little small cafe, and it was you know one thing I'll say is that the community we, we rallied and within a, about a year I think the cafe reopened and we all tried to keep going you know yeah. what are you going to do yeah right you got to go on so I've only been to Seattle once so we went up are you talking about kind of up where the linen statue is what part of town is that it would be uh, that's where the troll like the bridge troll is it would be is. east of there okay cool yeah, we on like road yeah it was actually next to one of my favorite music instrument stores in the whole world the trading musician i've been going there for 20 something years nice man every time i'm up there every time I'm in seattle um so yeah and it, was, it was just really cool it was just a really cool community place and very very open and welcoming to the to the arts and to all kinds of people i mean you'd get literally every kind of person you could imagine in there yeah nice well you want to play us one from the album or you want to play another new one what are you thinking man oh let's see here uh, I'll do another one I haven't recorded. Nice. This one's kind of serious. Let's see if I can play it right. Turns to the same old fight When the going gets this rough I guess I just ain't that tough One foot out the door One stuck in the mud The wounds that cut deepest they don't draw blood Neither one knows When enough is 
enough We both made promises That we just couldn't keep It's not a home anymore It's just a place I sleep side of the bed Just staring at the ceiling Words I can't take back So many hurt feelings Holding my breath Too scared to exhale So I'm running out Maybe I'm walking away If this is the kind of love Well then I just can't stay I'm just too proud To admit when we fail We both made promises that we just couldn't keep It's not a home anymore It's just a place I sleep We both made promises That we just couldn't keep it's not a home anymore It's just a place I sleep Hell yeah, man. Thank you. Sorry about stumbling there. Hey, man, that's the joys of live radio. I stumble all the time. So tell me, what's the deal with this Texas Internet Radio? Uh, that's my friend Mark Sebi. Uh, he does a lot of good stuff for a lot of musicians. He's uh, based out of the Hill Country as well. And uh, that's the thing he's been putting his heart and soul and a lot of work into for a long time. And um, kind of has his own his own thing going on, really just trying to highlight uh, singers and songwriters in the Texas area, especially in Central Texas, and just nice. give them a platform. And he tries to help people push um, radio promotions as well. Like yeah, there, there it is. Almost every show, we, we get a fire truck. What's that, engine number one? What we got here? <laughs> yeah, being, being right by the fire station, we, we get that. So, yeah, that's cool. So, that's like every engine, Sunday. Engine number nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's like every Sunday, or what is it? Yeah, he does that Thursdays and Sundays. Okay. Um, he does Sundays at Goofy's, which is out in Canyon Lake on the north side on 306. Um, and he does it also at um, on River Road as well. Cool. And so it's just a really cool thing that Mark's been putting a lot of a lot of time and a lot of work in and, and really trying to he tries to help 
Texas artists push their singles and then also gives us an opportunity to do the live thing where we'll usually get two songwriters for an hour each and he'll do a little interview and it's cool because it's it's live you can come and see the show and it's also broadcast that's really cool again texas internet radio yeah shout out to mark sebi texas internet radio go give him a follow it's a cool thing Very he's cool. doing he puts a lot of work into it yeah follow gus clark on all the platforms instagram you have gus clark music.com or mm -hmm. what's your website yeah, yeah that's the website i'm on facebook instagram mm -hmm. uh you can find my music on any streaming service literally like right. all of them so I know me, you, and you can even, I found out you can even make TikTok videos with my music on it now. So <laughs> get that. on that, kids. Come up yeah. with some dance moves or Spread something. Spread that. So me, you, and John from Golden Roses, we were hanging out in the back of yeah. Sagebrush the other night talking about y'all tour and just how tough it is yeah. for musicians out there. So what's the best way besides, I mean, actually purchasing music, you know, buying the music that you're listening to, but like, do you make more money off of T-shirts or music sales like how does that all work we definitely uh yeah i was i was joking with uh my friend Char we were, we did last summer we got to do a month opening for charlie crockett and that was really cool yeah, yeah. i was talking to charlie and he was sort of making a joke but it's not a joke he's like man we we sell t-shirts bro like hell yeah because really that's the thing is it's like that's a really direct way to support artists and it also not only do you look cool representing the artists you like but it also helps advertise us yep um so it's like a really cool mutual benefit thing and you know i try to buy really quality products to sell mm -hmm. because I don't I know I hate that when I want to support an artist and I pick it up and it's some chintzy t-shirt <laughs> yeah so I've got um, really nice embroidered hats and cool. really nice quality 100% cotton shirts in a couple different designs and that helps and just come into the show you right. know and bring a little tip money and, and tell yeah and telling your friends telling your people I mean it's so funny the way the way advertising and social media and stuff work I'm always trying to figure it out because I, I surely don't know what I'm doing but it's crazy to me when I, I look and it's like you've got X amount of followers, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. you, have, you have 5,000 followers and then 200 people see your thing. And you're like, how do I just get the people that already agreed they want to see my shit <laughs> yeah. to see my shit, you know? like. So I think just figuring that and just telling your friends. I mean, I still believe in word of mouth. I still think that's, that's the biggest way I get turned on to music. When somebody that I know that has good taste in music goes, check these guys out. That That makes me a fan more than some ad I'm going to see or something I'm not going to remember from whatever, right. you know, like, so I think really just word of mouth and telling people and if you like it, yeah, listen to it, tell your friends, come to the shows. I try to get all over. Like I said, we were, we hit 22 states in Damn. two months. So I mean, I try to get it out there and we're all over Texas all the time. Yeah. So, um, so always, always looking for new places to play, always looking to, to play for new people. I love that. I mean, that, that to me is the. God knows we don't make a lot of money. So, I mean, to me, that's that's the reason for doing it. I love that when you see you make that connection with somebody and they're like, you brightened their day, you know, or, or you played something sad and you can tell they're really feeling it. Like, they've been there. You're like, mm -hmm. that's the thing. That's the magic. That's the that's the incredibly human part of why we all do this is to have that, that little connection three minutes at a time and be like, I feel what you're feeling. I'm not alone, you know. Right, Even absolutely. though music's such a personal experience as a listener or a performer, that's the that's the community part. That's the catharsis. That's the the shared human experience part yeah. of it. And that to me is the that's the magic. You well, know? you moved to a great part of the state for that. I feel like this is there's so much going on right here between yeah. San Antonio and Austin. I mean, it's unreal. 
how how spoiled we are with all the the music venues and the artists down here and even more i mean it's expanding it's cool like i've got friends down in houston that are really trying mm-hmm. to build a community down there yeah country musicians shout out to the houston horny tonk society <laughs> and those boys <laughs> their dumbass name yeah dude i dig it so christopher seymour is actually going to do his high life video kind of pre-release party tuesday oh nice they're at big top uh so if you're in houston go check them out Tuesday. Yeah, and there's and there's great stuff going on in Fort Worth too. Yeah, I mean, oh, Fort Worth for sure. Squeezebox Bandits, Corey Cross. There's a whole bunch of great people up there working really hard, and um, my buddy Tommy Luke up there. Right. Um, you know, so it's like that's what's so cool is you just start realizing what a network there is, and and like how much we all want to see each other succeed. How much right. it really is a community. You know, th- this industry can be so cutthroat and so everybody out for their own. But really, I think in the world of independent country or Americana or whatever you want to call it, there fortunately is a lot more of an attitude of like, no, let, let's all help. Let's share information here. You, let me help you get, you need shows, you need venue contacts, you need a place to stay, you need, right. you know, I'm always telling I'm like, y'all want some accordion on your record? Call <laughs> yeah. me up. I'm cheap. You know, <laughs> like, if you heard that, you need some accordion. Yeah. Call right. Gus Clark. So, I mean, that, that to me, that's, that's the nice part is of one of the nice parts about being down here is just the genuine um, desire for us all to succeed. Right. Know? It is. It really is a community, and that's, that's really cool for the most part. I'm sure there's people. There's some bad actors out there, but most of the people I run into are really Yeah, I'm going to cool. call them out. No. <laughs> yeah, by name. But yeah, I'm headed up to Fort Worth and Dallas next weekend for a Cowboys game. So I'm looking for something to check out Saturday night. Nice. So we'll see. I'm gonna, if you know any places besides – Billy Bob's. I think Tom Jones is playing Billy Bob's. I'm not going to do that. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe. But I think that, that, I think Lola's moved. I think they have a yeah. new location now. They usually got good stuff. So uh, Mag still hasn't posted who's playing that night, but I know Summer Dean and Marty Stewart at the Kessler. Oh, nice. Uh, but I'm looking for more of a dive. I want to go to a low rent honky tonks. What I want to yeah. do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sometimes so you, they get some good music over in Dallas at the Double Wide. That yeah, place, Double Wide. That place divey as hell. Hell yeah, I know Josh Ray Walker. That's one of his spots. That place is fun. So thanks for coming in, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. So Saturday, get out to Albert's Dance Hall out there by Stonewall. Yeah, show starts at 7, so uh, eat your dinner early and get you that early bird special at Cracker Barrel or whatever. I love it. Check out GusClarkMusic.com. Also, I'll, I'm going to try to make that Ghost Note show October 30th. For real, I love Ghost Note Brewing. Yeah, we might do something. We might do something fun. See about uh, see if people want to come out in costume or something. We might. Oh hell yeah! We might, it's so close to Halloween. I might learn a couple. Do a couple spooky songs. Cool man. Well, you want to close out with one live, or I can play Thoughts and Prayers off the mm-hmm. album. It's up to you. Uh, I'll do one. Let's do it. I'll do right. another one I haven't recorded yet. Cool. Dance floor's getting slippery Somebody must have spilt their drink The bathroom toilet's backed up Somebody threw up in the sink The bartender is weary Shouting out last call As a sad man up on stage Croons out hello all Oh, it's closing time at the honky-tonk You got time for just one more The party's almost over So start heading towards the door Yes, you had a few drinks Had a few dances What more could you want? 
there's no more show It's time to go We're shutting down the honky-tonk Well, the girls look sad and lonely Cause the boys don't want to dance They just stand there sipping cold ones Well, brother, they don't stand a chance And the band is still a-kicking And picking out another song And if this bar could just stay open I know they'd play it all night long Oh, it's closing time at the honky-tonk You got time for just one more The party's almost over So start heading towards the door You had a few drinks, had a few dances What more could you want? There's no more show, it's time to go we're shutting down the honky-tonk Well, the lights have all come on And the stools have been put up Yeah, the cocktail waitress makes her rounds Stacking up the plastic cups And everybody's out front smoking Feeling way past all right Saying I know I gotta work tomorrow But I'm coming back tomorrow night But now it's closing time At the honky-tonk You got time for just one more Party's almost over So start heading towards the door Yes, you had a few drinks Had a few dances what more could you want? There's no more show, it's time to go. We're shutting down the honky-tonk. Yes, there's no more show, it's time to go. We're shutting down the honky-tonk. Man, you couldn't have picked a better song to close out the show. <laughs> appreciate that man I really dig that and that one sounds kind of more closer to your your other stuff that you put out previously yeah yeah I dig it man well thanks again for coming in thank you yeah I am gonna I know we're up against it we've already gone over time so at this point I don't even care um, so we're gonna go out with thoughts and prayers thanks all right man thank you for for coming in we'll catch y'all next week we should have Western Express in studio Woo! next week sounds fast dude those boys <laughs> are pretty hot thanks again to Gus Clark y'all be safe out there peace
through 